This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What's good, everybody? Welcome into another episode of Fans First Sports Network's I-80 Football Show. As always, I'm your host, Jordan. I'm here with my co-host, Dante. Dante, how you looking? Pretty good, pretty good. How are you, man? Uh, I'm all right, man. I'm all right. Another day. Another day. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much. I'm using a different camera today because I didn't feel like opening my laptop, if I'm being honest. Oh, for real? Yeah. I still don't have my, like, entire setup set up how I want it to be, and I don't know if I'm going to. If you don't plan to be there long, might as well not. Yeah, so. Yeah. Just kind of going with, with what we have. Um, A lot's happening. Not all of it is important. Um, This is the crazy season um the transfer portal is going crazy i don't think that's something that you really pay attention to but the transfer portal is going crazy um we are soon we have not yet but we are soon to start getting some big draft announcements um especially in the big 10 um we are getting coaching hiring we know who's in the playoffs the bowl games all of that stuff so a lot's happening Actually, oh, and see who was in the playoffs. Oh, good, good. We can talk mm-hmm. about that. Uh, and we um, we know who is in the bowl games. So, um, I guess we can jump in. Let's start with the sort of important, not important stuff, and then we'll get to the playoffs because I think that's going to be a fun conversation. Um, I um, actually no, let's. Mm, yeah, we can just knock it out the way. Okay, so quick news, very quick news. Um, mm-hmm. All three Michigan State quarterbacks hit the portal, um, which is hilarious. I think that is the new coach, Jonathan Smith. For those who don't remember, uh, Michigan State just hired Jonathan Smith from Oregon State. Yeah. I think that is him getting hired and saying, you all suck. <laughs> it's something. Something like that. Like all three of them? Or like, or like, or y'all, uh, it's going to be a grueling Quarterback competition, and probably none of them felt like they. I don't know. He might be right. Nah, it was definitely you all suck. Because there's like no quarterbacks in the roster. That means he's going to bring in his own guys. Um, one of the guys he's rumored to bring in. I don't have his name because it's not that important right now. No offense to him, it's just not Damn. one of the important things. It's not personal. One of the quarterbacks is supposed to be like a guy he recruited in last year's class to Oregon mm-hmm. State. 
who's like a top 100 player. And then his current quarterback at Oregon State is also in the portal. Uh, and then there's just been a couple other names floating around. But essentially, I think he went there and was like, nah. <laughs> nah. It ain't um, none of y'all. It. <laughs> yeah, y'all can't, y'all can't play for me. Um, so that's funny. Uh, and the bigger quarterback news, um, Ohio State starting quarterback Kyle McCord hit the transfer portal, uh, which I think is very Y'all interesting. actually had a lot of people hit the transfer portal, actually. Mm. Mm. No, okay, so technically... Say, a good amount of people definitely hit the transfer portal. We're at 12. I'm keeping track. Um, just for podcast purposes and writing mm-hmm. purposes, I have a tracker because it is in pot. Like, if you get it in the moment, you have it. But then in like February, when you need this information and you're trying to find rosters and stuff like that, it's impossible yeah. to find. So I just figured I would just keep track of it myself because I'm going to need it for the things that I do, the writing that I do, and different stuff like that. So right. we're at 12. It's not important, though, because none of the people who obviously the quarterbacks a quarterback, but most all of the people who hit the portal are young are like guys who've been on the roster for two or three years and have clearly been passed up by younger guys. Like we have two corners who hit the portal. And this year Mm -hmm. we had a true freshman as our third corner. So it's like you've been here for three years and a true freshman starting over you. You're going to leave. So it hasn't been anyone impactful so far. So that's why I said, mm. like, the number is there, but it's not. No, been I, was just, I yeah. was just saying that a lot of people transferred. There's a lot of transfers. Yeah. That's most of uh, what transfers just, are from in, in these schools, especially from big schools, are like people who are getting passed up on yeah. anyway. Which is why it's hilarious when everyone wants to, like, you need to bring in all these transfers. And it's like the overwhelming majority of people. Well, it's either bring, when they say bring them in, it's like bring in transfers that, are like big fish in small ponds. That's what they right, mean. but there's not that many of them, which is why it's funny. It's like you just need. To uh, your I would play. say weapons wise, yeah, quarterbacks. It's mostly like bigger schools. Oh going God, somewhere. the quarterbacks and oh, we, I'm glad you mentioned that. We're gonna talk about. I need to. I need to bring this up really quick. The quarterbacks in the transfer portal right now, ass. They're oh, garbage. They're oh. so butt. And I've been paying attention to it because, every, like, for weeks, even before Common Court hit the portal, because no one really thought he was going to do that. Everyone um, is like, was wanting Ryan Day to get into the portal. And I've been fighting for my life. I have been fighting for my life, uh, trying to tell people that the quarterbacks entering the you, portal. Are I mean, not you could have a, that a, a Michael Penix Jr. type of thing, where it's like it was just the area, the school itself was just toxic for him that's not gonna happen because the thing with michael Penix jr is he he joined with his offensive coordinator who had his best season like that was a familiar thing like that his head coach was the offensive coordinator at indiana so like that wasn't like a you know that was someone who already knew how to use him and michael Penix jr is 30 like that man needs to start a family he is not that old. He is he's old in um quarterback terms. Okay. Yeah, but like, not not sorry, not old. he's he's old for college football, is the point. Like he's in his this is like his sixth year there. Like he's old. Six years in college football, old. I mean everybody get, getting all those extra years. Exactly. That's my thing. Like this year would have never happened if it wasn't for COVID. And this is not a bad thing. Like I'm a Michael Penix fan. I'm not like 
trying to uh, uh, shit talk him, but I'm just I'm just saying like he's the rare case and he's old, which is which is literally is he really is the I, rare case? Yes, <laughs> yes. A lot, a lot of the quarterbacks in the transfer portal who are working right now are six year guys. It's Bo Nix, who was ass at Auburn and is now about to win the Heisman, probably. It's Michael Penix Jr., who was ass at Indiana, and he goes with his old coach, who's a much better offensive play caller, and um, <clears throat> a, a, a shit ton of NFL weapons. Um, it's just not like – there's just not a whole lot of um, – it just doesn't typically work. Like the other guy who everyone was super excited for was Sam Hartman. That didn't work. Sam Hartman's a quarterback at Notre Dame. They still lost like three games, and the coach is about to get fired because he's black. Um, and people are like, oh, my God. What they lost only about? three games. Uh, uh, yeah, he is. Notre Dame does not want him as, as the coach, and there's already rumblings that if he doesn't have a good year next year, he's going to get fired. Uh, which is crazy, which is crazy. And that's why I say it's because he's black, because black coaches don't get the same leash that other coaches do in the sport. That's very um, true. Not that he's a, a bad coach or that Notre Dame's not doing well, but they're going to say, you're not doing good enough. You didn't win a national championship, even though they've never won a national championship, and he's going to be booted. The, mm-hmm. the last coach at Notre Dame who had the least amount of time was black, and he's the only other black coach. They fired him after a year and a half, so – um, it is what it is. I cannot yeah. find this list. Oh my god! What to say. Like, there's so many coaches in this league, or in this, in this, uh, yeah, in this league that just keep their job, and they're just terrible most of the time. Honestly, yeah. and truly, again, Mel Tucker would have kept his job if he stayed quiet. He would have been terrible, would he? But he would have kept his job. Yeah, yeah. I don't money think MSU would have been good. No. Um, Awful. get uh. Uh, what's the name at Notre Dame before his scandal let him go? He was still gonna be there. Notre Dame didn't leave for a scandal. Not uh, uh, Northwestern. Northwestern. Oh yeah, he was gonna be yeah. there forever. Yeah, he was never leaving. And again, I think Iowa's coach needs to be fired, but he ain't going nowhere. So, Listen, like, we do not. We do not have time to get into. Uh, that's what, you're right, because you you know how that is going to be. We're we're going to do it. We're going to do it in the off season. On phone, and we're going to do it because I am so tired of talking about them. I'm so tired of him being there. But you know, what can you do, mm-hmm. right? What can you do? Um. Yeah. So about Comic Cord. Comic Cord's interesting. Um. There's a lot of people. And I don't include you in it, even though you made the tweet, because I know how you think relatively. So, like, other people actually believe this. There's a lot of people blaming Ohio State fans for uh, Kyle McCord leaving, and they're idiots. Like, if you – I'm sorry, including in the fan base. If you think the fans are why Kyle McCord left, you're an idiot. That has nothing to do with it. Um, if you can't handle Ohio State fans – how are you going to be an NFL quarterback? You see the numbers of the NFL. Well, the well like the, Ohio State. It's uh-huh. easier to be an NFL quarterback. No, it's and not. Ignore. No, it's not. No, here's no, no. It's not. It's easier to ignore fans when you're getting paid. No, he's getting paid, and no, it's he not. He's getting paid like an NFL the, quarterback. Yeah, but the criticism, even like not like even like a backup. Yeah, but the criticism is so much worse. It is so much harsher. And it and comes, again, Cole and be it an comes, easy backup and get paid. That's what I'm saying. And it, like, and there's no comes, fan. There's no fan. Uh, 
And it comes so much more because there is significantly more fans. If like, you are not, a starter, yes. No, like, well, that's the goal to be a starter. What are you talking about? Shoot. The goal is not to be a not everybody's goal, especially as a quarterback, is not everybody's goal is to be a starter. It, it it is to be a starter, and then they realize that they can't, and they're like, okay, let me go collect this, let me go collect this bread as a as a career backer. I'm telling you, he can easily do that. He'll be he, he can pull that off. And it, it'd be fine because there's no there's no fan backlash as being a backup. Yeah, but no, his goal is not to be a backup. That's why he's leaving. Mm. If his goal was to be a backup, he would stay. Regardless, because no, because regardless, he'll still end up being a, having a good season statistically at Ohio State because of the weapons and the coaching. Where would that end up making him a starter in the NFL? It could because some because again there are always a uh, some stupid. Uh, front office that'll take a quarterback like that thinking he should be the front the uh right the starter right well we're not gonna get a chance to see and because he left um and the reason why he left is and you know you don't here's the thing you don't know if everything you hear is true but you know that this in some way or another is probably true in the last two days, and this could have happened on the same exact day, there are two things that happened that caused him to leave. Yesterday, the thing that we know for absolute sure is Ryan Day had a press conference, and they asked him about Common Court. And I should have pulled up these quotes. Ryan Day had a press conference. Mm-hmm. And they asked him about Kyle McCord. I'm pulling it up right now. And he was non-committal on if McCord was going to be the starter. And I'm pulling up the exact quote so nobody can call me a liar. So someone asked, um, let's see, what did they say? So this is that. He said, when you come up short, the bottom line is you got to look at everything because you didn't get it done. And that's the thing that is sobering here. At 11 and 1, you come up short on the last possession. It's just not good enough. So you got to look at everything and we will look at everything. When asked if McCord would be Ohio State's starting quarterback next season, they said it's too early to make to begin making any decisions about 2024, considering Ohio State still has another game to play in 2023. But they didn't even firmly commit to McCord being the Buckeyes starting quarterback for the Cotton Bowl against Missouri, saying that he expects there to be a competition at all positions during bowl practice. Day continues to say, he says, hmm. that's kind of a long way away right now we're going to get back to work we've had a practice last week we'll have a practice coming up this week and the guys will get in there and compete and grind and we'll take it from there you know i can't sit here and tell you i know for sure about any of those things right now but everyone's going to get an opportunity to compete and get after it during bowl practice and then when it's time to go play the in the game we'll figure out who should get the reps and then go from there so yeah i don't really have a great answer for you yet so everybody's in competition. Right. Mm. And he reiterated that multiple times. Um, and then the <clears> other <throat> thing that is somewhat true, there's just no way to prove that it happened, is Ryan Day and his dad, sorry, Kyle McCord and his dad had a meeting with Ryan Day, as you do, and they asked for assurances so I'm mm-hmm. guessing this happened before the press conference because it's in the press conference. They right. asked for assurances that he was going to start in 2024 and that they weren't going to go to the transfer portal. And Ryan Day effectively told them, 
No, I don't have those. Ins- I can't give you those insurances. From the understanding that I have and what I believe happened, I don't think Ryan Day wanted him to leave. The thing that I saw said Ryan Day told him to stay and compete for the job, which I imagine because that's a smart thing to do. Because at the end of the day, he still won 11 games. He threw for 3,100 yards. He had 24 touchdowns. Like he was not, he was a top 20 quarterback in college football. You don't just run that guy off for nothing, even if you think you can get better. So I don't believe Day was just like, nah, get out of here, scrap. You can't be here. But He's the head coach at Ohio State. He's about to lose his job if he doesn't win. And Kyle McCord made mistakes and is not to the level that Ryan Day expects of his quarterbacks. So he told him and his dad that I cannot give you that insurance. We are, not that we're going to bring someone in, but we are going to look at the transfer portal and see what the options are. And you're going to have to compete for your job. And Kyle McCord said deuces. That's fine. I want to be a starter. And the thing about it is you can't blame the kid because – he has one year of eligibility left. You can't – if you want to go to the league, whether it's to be a starter or to be a 15-year backup, which is arguably the better job. If we're talking Much better it, job. You need to start this year. And so you can't be mad at him, but it wasn't the fans. It wasn't people being mad at him. It was Ryan Day not believing in him enough to, to name him the starter. It was Ryan Day saying, listen, you did not do enough to warrant me telling you the job is yours. C.J. Stroud, there was no competition after year one. Uh, Justin Fields, there was no competition after year one. But, hey, Kyle, you played well. You improved. He complimented Kyle in the interview. He talked about him improving. But you didn't do enough to deserve to be the starter without earning the job again. And I still believe that with who's on the roster now and looking at the names of the transfer portal, which I still haven't been able to find this list, which is really annoying because they're awful. I still believe that um, Kyle McCord would have won the job, but either Kyle McCord didn't believe he would win the job or he didn't believe that he needed to win the job. And so he left. Yep. Okay. It is what it is. Yeah. Um. So that's that. It wasn't the fans. It was. I the do job still think guaranteed. it is a bit of that in in everyone's mind. Really? It depends on how le- how much you let it affect you. I I don't, I don't think I that do matters think at all. And if it does, if it does, be better. Like what are you talking about? That's crazy. Be better. Just wow. Yeah. Be better. Mm. Like, at the end of the day, like, you're a grown-ass man. You're 21. Stop being bullied on social media. Stop being bullied on social media is crazy. It you, um, oh, I'll tell you this much, bro. Um, I, I don't know. I don't, I'm, I'm not saying it, it's happening or not, but you forget that fans will send out death threats to family members and stuff like that. So while yeah, okay. you're saying but that's, that is not social media bullying. That is death threats. That's a yeah, but that's still, that's still, that it's still an aspect of the fandom that can have a, 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 a portion in why I choose to do something. Yeah. But like, because like you tell me, you tell me I win you 11 threat. games and I'm probably going to win you a bowl game. Um, he wasn't receiving death threats. Now you're just throwing stuff out there. Well, no, 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 no. I'm just saying, like, it, that's a part. I'm not saying he was, but I'm saying that is a thing that could be a part of it. Because I do know your fan base is nuts. I do know your fan base will send out death threats. Mm. 
Ain't no, mm, ain't no. I mm. haven't, I haven't seen that. Like, and that's just, not, that's not. Then no you're, weird. you're purposely being blind to it. I, I am not purposely, I, purposely. When, okay, when have purposely. you seen? Because I remember Ryan Day, Day got death threats before. Yeah, he got death threats recently from Michigan fans because they thought he and slipped he's got on Jim Day. No, he hasn't. No, he hasn't. He has not gotten death threats from Ohio State fans. But I'm not going to defend Ohio State fandom because there's a lot of Republicans in this fan base. I'm just kidding. Uh, that's not why I'm not going to. <laughs> that's why I'm not going to. There's, there's a lot. There's a lot I'm of, only serious. <laughs> there's, a, there's, a, there's, a lot of, uh, there's a lot of crazy people in this fan base. But Kyle McCord was not receiving death threats. And Ryan Day has not received that we know death of. threats. Okay, but that stuff typically comes out. Like, come on, like oh, it can. It almost always comes out. That's how we know Ryan Day was receiving them from Michigan fans like two weeks ago. Okay, so common chords in the transfer portal. Um, I cannot find this list to save my life. I swear I've seen it like six times today without wanting to see it. And now that I'm looking for it, it, it's just nowhere to be seen. It's going to come up randomly on my timeline, and I'm going to have to go back to it, and it's going to piss me off um, because I really just want to talk about how bad these quarterbacks are in the transfer portal. Dude, I want to talk about how bad he's – Like, they're, so they're bad. Just, like, like cooperate. The search on Twitter is just so awful, and it's I think it's – always been awful but it's absolutely gotten worse okay whatever we'll go on to the next thing um big 10 awards has released and so we get to talk about the people who are considered the best players in the conference um oh all right so you want to start with offense or defense oh i keep going for the wrong mouse um Oh, what are we you hear at? that? That's that's wealth. That's wealth. Wrong mouse. That chill, out, chill, out, chill out. Chill out. Chill out. Chill out. That's money over chill there. Out. You're, 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 chill in the, you're in the. You are being graced. You're in the presence of wealth, <laughs> of the rich. <laughs> chill out, bro. It was a it was a Cyber Monday deal. This thing, yeah, uh huh. Yeah, man, cost me thirty bucks. What you mean? <laughs> I got this on sale. This was thirty dollars. Mm-hmm. It is nice though. Yeah. Look, no, that is nice. Money, <laughs> money, money over here. We got money talking on the thirty dollars. <laughs> we got money talking on the phone. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, bro! <laughs> Someone named their kid Dick Buckus. Oh wait, no, no, no. Is that the no, real Dick Buckus? I was going to say. I thought Dick Buckus' name was actually Richard. I mean, it probably is. Yeah. Either someone won the humanitarian award and it says Dick Buckus, Illinois. And I'm like, did the real Dick Buckus win it or did someone name their kid Dick Buckus? That's got to be because I thought thought he's, I don't think he got a, I don't think he got a kid in college. Okay, a third, you know, maybe a third. Dick Buckus might be old enough to have. Yeah, grandson. a grandkid in college. <laughs> yeah, grandkid, grandkid. Yeah, yeah. Either way, okay. So I don't care about these awards; they're not on the field. We're not going to talk about those. Okay, so 
Offensive Player of the Year, Marvin Harrison Jr. Ohio State has won that award like six times in a row. So shout out to the good guys. Um, this award, this award also no, we just have the best players in the conference. This award almost always goes to a quarterback. He didn't and it's realize not, it's like the good guys. <laughs> yeah, good guys. We are the good guys. Yeah, you're so unbiased. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Um, not when it not when it not when it comes to certain things. Not when it comes to Marvin Harrison Jr. Everyone's biased for Marvin Harrison Jr. Um so uh, Ohio State has won that like a uh, crap ton of years in a row. Uh, the funny thing about that award is it almost always goes to a quarterback, and it didn't go to a quarterback this year because the quarterback sucked. Um, like, as much as people want to talk about, like, Kyle McCord versus J.J. McCarthy, both of them were just meh. Honestly, I still think that Talua Tagovailoa was skipped with some of these awards because he broke the record and things like that, but it's fine. Marvin Harrison Jr. was the best player in the conference because he was one of the best players in the country. Um, so he wins the offensive player of the year award. Um, Jersey you might be Newton, right about this big buckets thing. Is it the real one or a kid? No, I think it's a kid. His name Who is the, Dick Buckets. Why would you do that? I thought it was a kid because I thought these awards only go to active players. Mm. This is about to yeah. make me pull up Indiana's roster. <laughs> it's about to make me pull up Indiana, Illinois' roster and see if there's a Dick Buckets on the roster. Right? I mean, for Minnesota, because the reward is, is in honor of Tony Dungy and Anthony Thomas. Right. So it's not. Yeah. It's so, not, yeah, the winner's name is Dick Buckets. Right. I, okay. So I'm not tripping. Why yeah, no, what the bucket? fuck, bro? That's if gotta be a like relative, a... bro. There's it... no way. There's no way. That's worse than naming your kid like Michael Jordan or something like that. Because, like, at least Jordan is a common last name. And so but is Michael. Is isn't a... A... And Michael is a common first name. So, like, it's weird, but it's like, okay, these are both common names, whatever. Dick Buck is not a common name. You That's knew what, what you were doing. This has to be. This has to be some. This has to be a relative. Like there were Michael Jordans before Michael Jordans. I don't think there was Dick Buckuses before the Dick Buckus. Why would you do that? Why would you do that to that kid? This is the coaching staff. No, this is a roster. I would be mad as fuck. <laughs> I wouldn't even know what position. Uh, it doesn't say, does it? It doesn't. Mm-hmm. You can't even search. Oh man, I don't know. Um, okay, so defensive player of the year was Jerzan Newton, defensive tackle from Illinois. Dog, very big fan of him. Um, he's going to be great in the NFL. Um, freshman of the year was Dylan Thinneman from Purdue. I wish they put the positions. I think he's a safety. I think he had like four or five interceptions this year. Oh, something damn. crazy. Yeah. Um, coach of the year is David Braun. Makes sense. David Braun is the interim coach at Northwestern who has become the head coach at Northwestern because he took Northwestern to seven wins. And I'm going to keep saying this because people be thinking I'm crazy. And one year he has won the same number of games that um, Pat Fitzgerald won in three full seasons. He won one game. He won three games. He won three games. This dude won seven. So, 
I, sometimes I be saying crazy things. I know, but sometimes I know ball. And when I say that your coach is bad, I'm probably right. Seeing that everybody on my list has been fired or reason or two groped up a woman and or had a crazy hazing scandal, but they still should have been fired because clearly he wasn't a good coach. This is the same roster. This is the same roster. And they got seven wins out of them. Wait, I'm sorry. Did, did Buckus go to Illinois? I'm pretty sure he did. <laughs> and he played for okay, the Chicago Okay, so that's Bay. why he won that award. So is it is it the kid or the real one? It's the real one because he passed away earlier this year. Oh. Uh... <laughs> you give an award to a grown-ass man? That makes Dick me feel Buckus better man. that it's actually him, though. Yeah, it's actually Dick Buckus. It's, it's... Okay. <laughs> All right, like, I was about to. Be, I was so mad. Like, oh, no bro, way. I, I had to no literally search his like name <laughs> in in Illinois football like website, bro. I took, I put in Dick Buckets, and they're like, and it's it, yeah, it's the actual Dick Buckets is okay. winning the humanitarian award. Yeah, someone's gonna listen to this and think that we're idiots, but like, we're all complete like, morons. Every, every, <laughs> no, no, but everyone else on this list is a current player. Yeah. So why are they giving this award to a grown ass man that's like hasn't played at Illinois in a long? It just wasn't feasible. It just didn't make. Any it's sense honestly, I think it's got to be. And I'm like, it could be the real Dick Buckus, but like, was it? Okay, <laughs> that's why I was like, I'm so tired. Because in my head, the I whole time no I was one... like, isn't he? Hasn't he passed? I was like, he passed, and I was like, and that yeah. was like a while ago. Just to come out, it was literally this year. It was in October. Yeah. So Someone's like, gonna okay, think I'm an asshole, but I'm so tired of post human post humus awards, bro. Give it to them when they're alive, dog. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything when yeah. they pass. It's annoying. Anyway, yeah. uh, where are we at? Um, Blake Corum wins the running back of the year, which oh, I'm led, not gonna say he didn't deserve it. Yes, he did. Let me get the point he out. did. I'm he not... led the league. He led the, in college football for most of the year, if not if he still does, in rushing touchdowns and yards. What were you uh, about he definitely to say? Doesn't. He doesn't in yards. He's he was for a while. No, like he wasn't. literally two weeks ago, he might have lost. No, it. he wasn't. No, he wasn't. Yes, he was, Jordan. Because I was watching I can tell the you, game, I can and tell they literally you, said I can... it. They literally they were lying. The rushing leader in the Big Ten for most of the Big Ten has been on Minnesota's roster. For Minnesota's roster, it is not Blake Corum. And and I write an article. I write an article. That might be yards. I write leading in touchdowns. No, no touchdowns. Yeah, but you said touchdowns in yards. He leads in touchdowns. That is cool. The my problem with it is. All of his touchdowns were within five yards. There were, I think that there were better running backs, but he had a bunch of touchdowns. I think you could have given it to someone else who also had a lot of touchdowns, not as many, and had more rushing yards, who was a more complete running back this year. That's why I said I'm not going to say he didn't I deserve most it. Of my offensives, I was most of my offensive points. We won – we won. That's not impressive when all they do the is run teams. the ball. Oh, so the one thing I'm won an award for <laughs> all of his touchdowns that's were, how were we run our offense. All of, it's the, not all, of his, all of his touchdowns were within the five yard line. I'm just saying there were other good running backs who did more 
then score mm-hmm. touchdowns in the, the five yard okay line. but did they account did they did they account for wins did they matter towards wins so do you think Blake Corn was the best running back in the in the Big Ten? Yeah. No. You're gonna go straight off of numbers. I know he you wasn't. are. You're gonna go straight off of he numbers. Wasn't I watched him play? He wasn't even he wasn't half as good as he was last year. I'm not even looking at the numbers. He wasn't half as good as he was last year. But he has a bunch of touchdowns. That's cool. They can get anybody off the bench to get a bunch of touchdowns in a, within five yards when you put them right mm-hmm. there. That's not nah, impressive. It's not always that easy. It's not always it's, that easy. That is That's not, not impressive. impressive. Coming no. from a guy who actually played football, that is an insult. It's not. It is an insult. Was, it's an insult to the game the, and the position in the sport. The it best, is. He wasn't the best running back yeah, in the Yeah, but to conference. sit here and stay that, to get – because because for some, for someone who has is a touchdown a terrible inside the offense five yard in the line, NFL, is, for two, is, team, for is, two is, people who are fans of two terrible offenses right now – Getting five yards is actually impressive. Touchdown inside the five yards. A running back stat or an offensive line stat? It's a running back stat. It's an offensive line stat. Again, my offensive line, I'm telling you, I've seen offensive lines be terrible and running backs still get touchdowns. But that was they had to push them in. No, my I pushed myself in. I got my hole. I got my touchdown. Because even you said their line wasn't that impressive. He was not the so best. Was it Uchi Wally or one Mike Jordan? He was not. First, I can answer that. Their line was supposed to be one of the best lines in the country. Again, it was not that. They won the Joe Moore Award two years in a row. Wasn't that. It's the same exact thing with Ohio State's offense. Ohio State's offense is supposed to be a top five offense so you can say Ohio State's offense isn't good this year because it's not top five even though it's better than 90 percent of college football just like for the same exact reason because Michigan's offensive line has literally been the best offensive line in the country for three straight years and when they came into the season Jim Harbaugh saying we have seven or eight guys on this offensive line who will be draft picks you can say their offensive line isn't very good when it's not top five or top 10 like it was. That doesn't mean it's Kent State's offensive line, but to Michigan standard, their line wasn't good. Just like to Ohio State standard, their offense wasn't good. But Ohio State's offense wasn't bad, but it wasn't Ohio State's offense. And Michigan's offensive line wasn't bad, but it wasn't Michigan's. But the thing about Michigan's offensive line, the best part about it, because their center is up for an award because of this, is the interior offensive line. And where do you run inside the five? You run behind your center and two guards who were actually good and is on the list that we're going to go to. So having a bunch of touchdowns within five yards of the end zone doesn't make you the best running back in the Big Ten. It just means you got a lot of touchdowns. It contribute, but you contributed to wins. You're not even – that. that's a factor. I have 12 wins. So Minnesota's what record? Minnesota is awful, but that doesn't mean that his running back was. Oh, wasn't okay. My thing is, it's like here is like you go, you bringing up stats. Those could, those are empty because they're so the award is just beat, because... they're either getting beat down or they lose the game. But is that the running back's fault? Oh, fuck off! <laughs> hold on, no, 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 because the oh, argument, that, the argument that the, oh, hold on, you're, because your 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 entire oh, point is that you can't win bro. awards unless you win. Is that oh, the whole thing? You can't win awards God. unless you win. 
hold on, you can't win awards unless you win all the games? Is that the thing? Because that's why the MVP is so shit right now. Everything goes to the best player on the team that won the most games. It has nothing to do with that who hasn't played happened well. That, didn't ha- that is not happening all the time. Because what happens MVP are all- you talking about? It happens in almost all of them. What MVP? Almost what all sport? of them. It's what also sport? the Heisman for one. The Heisman definitely because the last two Heisman winners shouldn't have won it. Oh, no one cares about the Heisman. But also, they always get the, that the whole, wrong. Yeah. And so does the NFL MVP. No. It's, why, it's literally why the NFL MVP has become a quarterback award and they literally have people campaigning to make other play other awards so other people can get no, it. I get is Tyreek no, Hill going to win? That. Is, is Tyreek Hill going to win the MVP this year? When he's close to, if not going to eclipse 2,000 yards for the first time ever? Or is it going to be fucking Dak Prescott because his Cowboys won some games? Winning games shouldn't be the only thing that quantifies oh, an award. Oh, because here's my thing, right? Because you're going to – because I, I don't even think Dak Prescott – I was going to say Patrick. Because, again, the, the Chiefs, I think, still have a better record than the Cowboys. Do they? And they just Dak lost last night. And oh, okay, so it's one, it's one, one let. Uh, I was just asking. I actually don't know the, the Cowboys. I don't, know. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the record is, but I think it's either the same, or the Cowboys might be one better. But Patrick Mahomes has better stats. So even then, you're talking about Dak, Patrick Mahomes over Z over uh, Tyree, because Tyree's gonna have two thousand yards and maybe seventeen touchdowns. And he's to not going to be the MVP because he's not. He oh, okay, because Patrick Mahomes going to have maybe close to 6,000 yards and 40-something touchdowns with this a better record than Miami. So you have to win to do it. Is the, That's the point that you're making. What's that's an added point? factor if you're going to put in, if you're gonna bring in stats. Because when the one thing – I thought you was about to talk about the NBA. I was about to say that NBA It's usually the best player. Oh, no. The NBA – when it comes to uh the yeah you're right it's because last year last year it was a last year it was like here stop whining i'll give you that but even then i still think he earned it yeah and beats still earned it but it was like a here stop whining yeah but the thing with Jokic's two mvps were right basketball's the was right basketball's the only sport where you don't have to win to win the mvp like you don't have to you don't have you don't have to be on the best team in basketball to win the MVP. That was, well, no, nah, it's only happened. And it's the only sport. That's only because happened twice. Derrick Ro- Rose wasn't on the best team. And yes, he was. was. Neither- yes, he was. Yes, he was. They were the, the number one team in the East. Were they? Yes. Oh, by by they won 60 games. Oh, I forgot about that. I just yes. <laughs> Miami was third in the East that year. The only that one makes, you can that give it to the only two hour. MVPs where you could say that you didn't have to be the on the best team: Russell Westbrook's, James Harden's, and Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid was first in the East. Yeah, but um, okay, and then he got <laughs> he was because <laughs> nobody thought I they, think they were fifty something games. <laughs> like, and he Either, played more games my, than Joker that year. That's why it went to him. Hey, speaking of the NBA, there's there's gonna be so many people not making no money because they they don't play enough games. Oh my oh, god! Oh no no no! We're I don't see know a lot the, more people make games. 
I don't know if that was I don't know if the number so, is the right no, number, okay. but them doing that is the smartest thing that they've ever done. Because it's, so it's, many it is, but the reason why a lot of these teams, because I know I I've come to realize I've done research. A lot of the reason why people like to say that uh like I for example, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, they're the reason why they're sitting out. No, it's the it's the organization. There have been times when Paul George and Kawhi have both said, I want to play, I don't want to sit out these back to backs. But they're afraid we're going to we're going to mess up. So, well, they, um, with Kawhi, it makes sense. That yeah, so they sent him out. So they sent him out. Here. But yeah, no, like a lot of um, LeBron James when he had this when he's sitting out or his time minute restriction, he don't really want to do it. <laughs> that that lasted two games, bro. It's like we go play LeBron twenty nine minutes, and then we can't. We started. We, we suck on defense. <laughs> Oh, God, yeah, he, I, I, yeah, it did last because I think the next game he played 40 some minutes. Yeah, but like, and LeBron was like, hey, bro, sit down. <laughs> but like, no, but like, it's, it's, it's happened. It is, it was the smartest decision because I'm telling you, it, it was the organizations that wanted players to sit out because they didn't want to be giving these players hundreds of millions of dollars. Well, and next thing you, you know, just, they hurt in three games. Well, but mean, the reason why they kept getting hurt is because they weren't playing. You could just not give them the hundreds of millions of dollars, but they ain't never heard that before. Well, no, you ain't got no choice. If I, if, if well, I like made, Kawhi if I've been an all yeah, 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 a fringe yeah, yeah, MVP, yeah, yeah. and we've made the playoffs four or five but years you know, in a row, but you know, but you know, I'm not, you, you know, you know, I'm not talking about the Kawhi level players. I'm I'm talking about James fucking Harden. Okay, we we we're already oh, okay. Certain players, there are certain players that don't deserve yeah. that money anymore. You get your all one, right. and that's it. Yeah. Okay. Let's finish this award. Uh, Cade Stover won the tight end of the year award. Um, Olu Fashano won offensive lineman of the award. Cade Stover is Ohio State's tight end. Um, Olu Fashano is Penn State's uh, left tackle. <laughs> Iowa's punter, winning punter of the year makes perfect. Of course. Of course. <laughs> um, Jerzan Newton from Illinois also won defensive lineman of the year. Tommy Eichenberg from Ohio State won linebacker of the year. Um, Cooper DeGene from Iowa won one defensive back of the year. Minnesota's kicker won kicker of the year, which is huh? This whole time I thought Cooper was in the league, and I, nah. I kept forgetting that he wasn't. Nope. Uh, Dra- Dra- Dragon, okay, Dragon Kishich from Minnesota won kicker of the year. I'm gonna go Dragon. with Dragon. Yeah, that's gotta be like something Dragon. like that. Yeah, uh, Tory Taylor from Iowa won return punter of the year, and um, Cooper DeGene won return specialist of the year. Very quickly to go down the first team JJ McCarthy, first team quarterback, Blake Corum, and Travion Henderson are first team running back. Um, Isaiah Williams, Marvin Harrison Jr. are the first team wide receivers. Um, Drake Nugent, Zach Zenter. Donovan Jackson, Ladarius Henderson, and Olu Fashanu are the uh, offensive linemen. Um, Nugent is a center from Michigan. Zinter and uh, Ladarius Henderson are from Michigan. Donovan Jackson is from Ohio State. And Olu Fashanu is from Penn State. Hold on, which one is this? Is this my coaches? Oh, I thought this was different. And then the tight end of – what the hell? And then tight end was Colston Loveland. This is not what I seen. Where's the one that I saw? Is it the coaches? Or was it the? Why did he? 
Oh, well, it doesn't matter. I don't care that much. Okay, so then on defense, <clears throat> the defensive line, the four players on the defensive line were Jersey and Newton. Illinois, Mason Graham from Michigan, JT Tulumalau from Ohio State, Chop Robinson from Penn State. The linebackers were Jay Higgins from Iowa, Tommy Eichenberg from Ohio State, and Abdul Carter from Penn State. And then the defensive backs were Cooper DeGene from Iowa, Will Johnson from Michigan, Tyler Newbin from Minnesota, and Denzel Burke from Ohio State. We're only going to read the first team because we're not going to be here forever. Um, so those are the awards. Those are the first team on offense and defense. Um, any thoughts on that before we take our quick break? No, not really. Okay. Not really. I ain't got much. All right. So we're going to take a quick break We for the ads. We will be right back. When we get back, we're going to talk about some coaching updates, and then we're going to finish with the bowl games uh, for 2024. So we'll be right back. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to Fan First Sports Network's IED Football Show. Uh, you know, the world's best football podcast nobody knows about because we have a soul. Alabama in the playoffs for real? Dang, that's what we're supposed to talk about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's talk about it. Okay. No, so like I saw I saw a graphic right on Facebook and it was from ESPN and it even had the verification check. And I still went, nah. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, no, no, they didn't. Hey, so they did. They just they just revealed the Heisman finalist, and of course he's not going to make it. Okay, he's not going to win. But Marvin Harrison Jr. is a finalist. He should win, which it, is good. He should, he but really, he's not going. He to. really should win it. I think he had the most successful year out of I think out of all those besides maybe who's who's else a finalist? Uh, Jaden Daniels from LSU, Bo Nix, and Michael Penix Jr. Okay, so Bo Nix, I don't. Cause they he lost his he, he didn't win a the Pac twelve or whatever it was so Bo Nix no yeah it's probably gonna be Michael Penix Jr. because they made the it's probably gonna be Michael Penix Jr. because they made the playoff yeah because I I don't even understand why which we is annoying that's why I hate LSU because what what was LSU's record uh nine and three feel, yeah no. Uh, yeah. I would, I would, I would say Marvin Harris should be coming second. Should come in second. They're probably. Yeah. I think he should win it because I think he. I don't like since I'm he's the second most successful, but I think he has the better stats. Um, but since Michael Penix is a quarterback and they did make the playoffs, you're probably right about that. Yeah, which is annoying. Um. All right. So. We love that. We love when breaking news happens on a podcast. Okay, so yeah, let's let's talk about it. Um, they they did it. They left. They, they okay. So for those of you who don't know, who I don't know how you don't know, but those of you who don't know, the playoff is number one Michigan, number two Washington, number three Texas, and number four Alabama. Number four Alabama means that thirteen and zero undefeated Florida State, who has two wins. Two wins over SEC teams because everyone's talking about the SEC is the best. They have two wins over SEC teams, one without their starting quarterback, and they got left out for Alabama, who almost lost to Auburn the week before. Literally, if Auburn would have done the one thing that made its fourth and goal from the 31-yard line, yeah, I listen, listen, Jordan. When I tell you, when I, saw, when I saw third, when it was third and something, and the ball flew right past him, 
I left. I was out at dinner. I literally turned the game off on my phone. It was like two two L's this year. All right. So I finished eating dinner and stuff. I checked my phone just to see, and it said Alabama victory. It was like final Alabama with the uh with the uh, higher score, and I was like, "What in the entire fuck happened in that fourth and whatever?" Like, <laughs> listen, Michael Vick isn't getting that touchdown. Like, like, like. Okay, because here's the thing. I still don't know what happened. I to, I, I'll tell you. I, have I still to don't know how they game. won that game. I, I got to get on my soapbox for a second. Drop eight is the stupidest thing that has ever been invented, and it does not work even in Madden. You mm-hmm. need to stop calling it. You, as a coach, are making 500000 to $9 million, $10, $11 million to to design defenses and offenses and all the other things that you do. How do you not know that drop eight never works? I can tell you how to beat drop eight from playing Madden. (laughs) You don't play drop eight, especially because half the people you drop don't play in zone coverage. Zone coverage isn't hard, but the biggest problem is the quarterback gets no pressure. So they just sit back there and they go, one, two, three, four, five. No one's open. Okay. Five, four, three, two, one. No one's open. One, two, oh, number three is open. They just read the whole goddamn field for 20 fucking seconds and the find someone you open eight, because you're going reason, to make a mistake. With the reason, the thing is with drop eight is that it should be four where there's no one gets behind them and then the other four sandwiches. You should that's, never run drop if eight. If you're going to drop eight, that's how you do it. One sandwich is because there should be never, there, especially there's two people that no one should ever get behind. So like that's how it's like, it, especially when when they do something like that, a Hail Mary or a, a play like that. It's what four or five routes. You have eight people. If, if you're going <laughs> like, to run, here's the thing. Especially on fourth and thirty-one, you should never run drop eight. You but never. Going, there should be no if, one behind if, you ever. If, if you ever, if you're ever you going to run drop nobody. eight. Don't even look at the quarterback. On 4th and 31, this is how you run it. You shouldn't, but this is how you run it. You put four people at the end of the end zone, and you put four people at the front of the end zone. Nowhere else. It doesn't matter. Because they can get 30 and a half yards and not win that game. You put four at the front of the end zone, four at the back of the end zone, and you just don't even let them in the end zone. All eight should be in the end zone because why do you have people at 15 yards when they need 31? But also, just don't run drop eight. It doesn't work. Nah, you could do drop drop eight can work as long as there's it, like because three. There's always going to be three people that can double team. So like drop, there should be always somebody just focused on a receiver. But that's not. Don't even look at the quarterback because he's going to throw. That's because he can't. How they run it. If you ran drop eight with a, if you ran drop eight as two double team as double teams across the board, I might be interested in that. But they don't. They just sit in zone coverage and stare at the quarterback. And then yeah, why the are you even looking at the quarterback? Gets, the why are you even looking at because he safety. can't run for thirty one yards. He gets he gets behind the safety or the bat or the corner in the back of the end zone toe tap touchdown. How does that happen? I'll tell you how it happened because he was undisciplined. After the dude sat in the pocket for 20 seconds, it's hard to keep track of someone for 20 seconds. Blitz, blitz. 
Honestly, I'd have blitzed six people. You want to know why I'd have blitzed six people? Because then he would have ran, and he would have had to get 31 yards, and he wouldn't have done it. That's true. He wouldn't have done it. That's true. That's true. It's, I had no idea how that how it ended. I have no idea. Like, what what is how it ended. And that team, that team who got lucky to be Auburn, who should have lost to Ole Miss, that team is suddenly the best team in the country because they beat Georgia, and Georgia had flaws. And I mean, everybody in the league has everybody flaws, has but they're thirteen and zero. They're undefeated, yeah. and yeah. they're like, oh, they're a different team because they lost their quarterback. Well, Georgia was Why one most matter? of the year. Besides, like, I think one time Ohio State was one. And... Yeah, it's but like, why does that matter? Or like for two weeks, they're undefeated. No, you're yeah. not wrong. You're not wrong. And it's just, it's, and I knew it was gonna happen. I knew it was gonna happen because the SEC I bias, <sighs> bro. I'm so tired. I thought this was gonna be the year. I'm so tired. It should have been. Everything worked out for it to happen this year. I'm so tired of the SEC bias, bro. I had a friend who told me that Auburn was better than Penn State, and he didn't know that Auburn played Penn State the last two years and lost. <laughs> That's SEC bias. That's SEC bias. People just say shit. People just no, say that's shit. That's funny as fuck. Because, that's and, funny. I'm like, and I'm like, no, they just, they're the best. No, they're not. You can't prove that. You that's can't. Funny. Bro, it's that's so funny. Frustrating. It is so frustrating. It is so frustrating. And this is one of those times. This is one of those times I wish I wasn't an Ohio State fan because anytime you say something, because Ohio State is one of those top teams, is it, oh, you're a homer. It's Ohio State. It's Ohio State. No, I watch the games. The SEC is not that much better than everyone. You know who is? Fucking Nick Saban. <laughs> and so that's why the SEC gets this bias because Nick Saban is the greatest coach to ever exist. But when Nick Saban stopped coaching, the SEC is going to come back to home because the SEC was not that good this year. They had a losing record in out-of-conference games. The SEC's best out-of-conference win was against Louisville, who Florida State just beat without their quarterback. The SEC was not the best conference in football this year. It just wasn't. But you can't tell nobody that. And you want to know how I know it was the best conference in football? Because Alabama didn't have three losses. Because this is the worst Alabama team I've seen in like 10 years. And they're in the playoff, partially because Nick Saban is a god. Nick Saban is just that great of a coach. Well, partially because Nick Saban is a god. But the other part of it is because that's just just what Tomlin. Mike Tomlin should easily be Owen Lights on right now. Yeah, he's a god too. Like, we uh, shouldn't even have seven wins. <laughs> we should be like three wins. We should have been Arizona's record. That man's crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Um, so yeah, they let him in. I, I didn't but you said I you said I wasn't biased. I would you said I was biased, and I am because you after my outrage. Do you know what I thought? Michigan's supposed best chance to win a national championship now has to go through Alabama. Alabama. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best thing I've ever heard, bro. Oh, I was after I got through my outrage. Oh, and then, did you see the, bro? Did you see the video? Did you see the video of Michigan's players when they found out Alabama? Nah. It's the, oh my god, bro! It's one of the nah, greatest things I've ever it. seen. And then, of course, right? Of course, of course, right? When it drops afterwards, 
they get mm-hmm. all the interviews and they're like, oh, we wanted Alabama. Like, we need to prove ourselves. This <laughs> I love when third, people right? say that. But it's like, nah, time, bro. Every time, nah, every bro. single time, somebody nah, say they want Alabama. I watched the video. I saw your live reaction. You did not want Alabama. When you had time. Nobody wanted Alabama, you, bro. When you had time to think about it for the cameras and for the when you had time to think about it for the media and to answer canned questions you said yeah we want bama but i saw it i saw the reaction i'm about to i'm about to find it and send it to you they were sick they were sick it is absolutely hilarious they are hurt and I, you can call me a hater. You can call me unbiased. You can say whatever the hell you want to. I don't care. I don't want Michigan winning the national championship. I don't. There are people like, oh, Big Ten over everyone. You should want them to win. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't want them to win. Yes, I don't. Sir. I don't know what you no, all understand. I don't, I don't know what you all I understand. Care. I will <laughs> never root for Michigan. Straight up, straight down. I want the worst for them in that program. Always, forever and always. So the fact that this was, and then this was supposed to be their best year. This was the year that they were supposed to get an injured Florida State team. They're supposed to get a Texas team that throughout the course of history since Vince left hasn't won anything and consistently like shits their pants. They're supposed to get a Washington team that doesn't have a defense that Michigan probably could have beat in the same way that they beat Penn State by just running the ball a lot. They were supposed to have their easiest chance at a national championship, and now they have this to play the big This could have been Bama. any. This could have been any Big Ten's uh, team's easiest chance to a national championship for real. For real. Look at the video. I just texted to you. What is up with it's, my, uh, what's up with my watch, bro? I ain't getting no. Your notifications are silenced, and that happens on yeah, your but watch. not on my watch. Not on my watch. That's the uh, crazy. You part. might have to check your settings because Apple started doing this thing that once you do it on one, it does it on all. Oh, they're upset. Oh, they're upset. Oh, they're Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, Dude, hey, so hey. They wanted Florida State, though, because that still would have been a tough match. Yeah, yeah, but Florida State still doesn't have their starting quarterback. Oh. That's why they got left out the playoff. Yeah, their quarterback broke his leg. Here's what's oh, better, right? There was, too, there was someone, there was someone, a reporter who was in the room, and the reporter said, after they saw Texas's three, the whole room started tomahawk chopping because they thought it was going to be Florida State. And then they saw Alabama. Sick. Roll time. Sick. I'm so tired of Nick Saban. And I want, well, I want Washington to win. But if not Washington, I want it to be Bama. I would rather because Nick Saban, it's the same thing. It's Bama. It's the dynasty. He's the greatest of all time. I cannot live with Michigan having a national championship. <laughs> I refuse. Now we'll get back to you. know what's crazy? It, we really about to get an Alabama probably Texas rematch. That's hilarious. That, that that's gonna be fun. Honestly. That's crazy. Because what I thought was gonna happen, right? 
because I didn't know how many teams were undefeated at first. So I was like, we, you, uh, I was talking about um, everybody talking to Ohio State fans, and they were talking about uh, Ryan Day should probably be fired, be fired, blah, blah, blah. But I was like, what if y'all sneak into the playoffs and win a national championship? And everybody was still like, yeah, I still don't care. He should be gone. I was like, Jesus. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. like, Jesus. We ruthless. We ruthless right here. We don't play. <laughs> we don't play. Um, all right. So, yeah. Sorry for any of the Michigan fans that listen to this. But y'all know where my heart lies. I love the Big Ten. I hate Michigan. I can't lie. But sorry, Michigan. the, the point fan, of this but... podcast is it's the end of the season. I try to be unbiased as possible on all teams. But the season's over now. I don't have to give analysis. I can be myself. And it's fuck them up straight up straight down. This I hope Alabama beats them by thirty. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. It's yeah, but like games. not everyone's playing. You still got a bowl game. What you? Mean? Yeah, but the season is over, bro. Like it's not. It's not. It's not the same. We're not in our regularly scheduled program. All right. Um, <clears throat> let's run through coaching updates really quickly before we get to bowl games. Penn State made an excellent hire. Um, and hiring Andy Koltonicki from Kansas. He's their offensive coordinator. Wow. Uh, that's the name, right? Right. Uh, yeah. Kansas offensive coordinator. Kansas offense have been really fun. I think if there's anyone that can get anything out of Drew Aller and those running backs, it is going to be him. He likes running backs. He likes quarterback run. Drew Aller is probably going to run a lot more than he did this year. This is one of the better hires that you can get. Um, James Franklin has messed up a lot of coordinator hires. This one, I think, will be good. The only problem, the only thing that I don't know, because James Franklin has this thing where he wants the coordinators to run his offense, which is not how it works. When you hire a coordinator, especially a good one, you need to do what Ryan Day did this time. Not previously, because he's messed it up too, what he did this time. And actually, no, not even Ryan Day, because Ryan Day is still messing it up. You hire someone that you trust, and you let them run their offense or their defense, because that's how you're going to get the best out of it. Um, You can't put parameters around it because otherwise you shouldn't hire them so as yeah. long as he lets andy run his offense and not put all these parameters around it penn state's probably going to be a lot better next year so that's um that's exciting for them uh that's and i think that the start of the um uh, 12 team turn- yeah yep. 12 team and bringing in the new teams into the conference yep yeah for right sure into the conference uh, usc hires the anton lynn from ucla I don't think that's a good hire, and I'll tell you why. UCLA got much, much better this year. This is true. DeAnton, yes. this was his first year as coordinator. Damn, and when you're, he yeah. already, got, already got a different job. Yeah, and when you are Lincoln Riley, and you have all that money, and you have all that fame, and you need to win at USC – I just don't understand hiring a first-year coordinator. And what I think happened, I think happened, Lincoln Riley couldn't spell defense if his life depended on it, and his, the last game that they played was UCLA. And I think he looked at UCLA and was like, well, they played us well. I'm just going to go get that guy. And, and that's lazy hiring. I'm not that saying he's not going to work. He's definitely going to be better than their last one. But I don't know if he's going to be good enough. And when you're in that position, you can't hire a guy just because he played good against you, especially because you're going into the the Big Ten. I would have hired a Big Ten defensive coordinator. I would have taken someone from the Big Ten, 
Or I would have hired Jim Leonard, the old Wisconsin defensive coordinator who lost his yeah. job. I would have hired someone like that. I would have hired someone that has that experience. You're hiring a first-year coordinator. You don't, and maybe it works out. I'm not saying it won't because he did make UCLA better. But it's yeah. just he's too young, too new for you. I don't know. I'm not. Actually, if this doesn't I'm, work. I'm, Lincoln Riley's losing his job. He, he he could. I don't think it's that bad of a. Uh, I don't think it's that bad of a de- idea. Um, he just. But if it doesn't work, Lincoln Riley's losing his job. I mean, sure, yeah. I don't believe he saw anything in him. I don't think. My thing is just like I don't anything about. I don't think it's gonna work because of the the hire. I don't think it's gonna work because of the talent. That that, but that's another thing. So go get someone who has done more with less talent. And I'm I'm not too mad at the hire. I'm not mad at younger hires. You, and it's not it's because they, they, they understand that the, the new exactly. game is what I'm saying. Like a lot of these older coaches still are stuck yeah. on on how to play in I the just, old days, and it's just not how it's done anymore. And I guess since Lincoln Riley is young himself, it kind of fits. Yeah, I think it's a bad hire. Okay, the let me change. I think it's a bad process. You don't know if the hire is bad or not. It should have happened last year two years ago. That too, but that's the thing. If it happened mm-hmm. last year, two years ago, it wouldn't be this guy because he wasn't a DC. Yeah, you're, you're but I'm, but I'm saying even if you would do something know. like this, like a young guy, like last year, two years ago, would would made a lot more sense. Yeah, so it's just yeah, it's 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 bad. In my opinion, it's bad process. Hopefully, he's good, right? I guess, mm-hmm. but it's bad process in my opinion. Um. I agree. Because I genuinely think he just hired the guy. He looked at his game and he said, "This guy had the best performance against us." So let I me. Mean, hire there's him. a lot of other instead of going, he could have probably got that with. Right. There's a lot of and, teams that and, did well against him. <laughs> right, but also UCLA didn't have like they had really good performances against some, and they had really bad performances against others because he's still figuring out the job. I I just yeah. think. Whatever, it's fine, I guess. I think that if it doesn't work out, Lincoln Riley's gonna lose his job. And I think if I was in that position, I would have went and got someone who I know could do it, who has done it at multiple places, who has done it to your point with less talent than mm-hmm. going and get the guy from across the street. I get what you mean. Indiana hires Kurt Signetti as their um as their head coach. I have two feelings about this. I think he's a great hire. I also am concerned because I don't know. It's fine. It's fine, I guess. It's fine. Um, Here's the thing. He's a really good coach overall. He wins a lot. I think someone like Indiana, I just don't think they should go the regular coach route, if that makes sense. Like what? What the Big Ten is going to be? I think they should have went and got a young guy who is going to recruit very, very well, and is going to bring a really fun and different offense, so that you can kind of surprise someone. Because ultimately, I do think that there is a limit to you've won at every level. That's fine, but you haven't coached at this level. You're not going against Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, no, uh, uh, USC, UCLA, Oregon, Washington. Like it's just different. So this guy's been good everywhere, right? He has a total winning record of 119 and 35, but the majority of his wins 
are in the FCS. And this is not to crap on him. I think he's a really good coach. He's an adult in the room. I think he's going to turn some things around. But I also just doesn't don't think he gets the job, right? The first thing he says when he starts, which is cool, it's good, it's fun, but it's like you're, the first thing he says when he gets the job is he said, Purdue sucks, who is their rival? But so is Michigan and Ohio State. Well, hey, buddy, you had to play Michigan and Ohio State next year, so prove it then. Oh, I just think I think that I think they went out and hired a real deal ball coach, which is where mm-hmm. the props come in. I don't know if a real deal ball coach can win at Indiana, and I think they should have won a different round. And that's really hard to say because the dude has been successful everywhere. So it's like, am I just making things up to be mad at a hire? I don't know. But real deal ball coaches have never won at Indiana. So why not go do something different? Why not go get like a Jamie Chadwell or someone who runs a fun offense, the triple option or something? Because at the end of the day, you're never going to out-recruit Ohio State. And we don't know if this guy can recruit because he's never had to. We know he can play with lesser talent, but also we don't even know that because some of the schools that he played at had more talent than the other schools that they are facing. So he's never Hmm. been at this talent deficit He's never had to deal with NIL at this level. He's never had to recruit at this level. So he's basically a new coach, even though he's like 60. And so I don't know. I'm very interested in it because I like him as a coach and he's won everywhere. But I don't know if this was an an, an inspired hire for um, Indiana. But what I will say, at bare minimum, at bare minimum, I think he's a coach that keeps them above six wins, which is probably all that they want. I just don't know if he's the coach that can get them higher than that, that can get them potentially into the playoff once or twice in a 10-year period, because I don't know if he is ready for the – the. I don't know that he fully understands the Indiana job. And I'm not sure that Indiana fully understands the Indiana job based on all the coaches that they've been hiring. But – We'll see, because at bare minimum, this is the best coach that they've had in a while. And if he can't win there, I'm just going to say nobody can. Damn. I think it's going to be a process. It's going to take a while. I just who I doubt he'll get that time. And but the other thing is, does he know it's going to take a while? Because when your first thing that you say is Michigan, Ohio State suck. And I've never taken a second. I've never laid down for anyone. I'm not going to do it now. It's the thing that happened with Michigan State, right? Michigan State was complaining about this with Mel Tucker. Mel Tucker's ceiling was his his ceiling was too high. So he wasn't mm-hmm. realistic. So Mel Tucker started trying to get in recruiting battles with Ohio State and Alabama and go for all these five stars and do all these things. But then when he lost the five stars because it's still Michigan State, he didn't have the three or four star to fall on. He shot for the moon and he didn't land amongst the stars. He came crashing down to earth. And, and some of these jobs, you have to be realistic. Being an optimist is not your best friend in some of these jobs. And does he know that? We're going to find out very quickly. But yeah. Michigan Queen. State was Michigan State was literally like they said it afterwards because, of course, all this stuff leaks out. It's like he didn't understand the job. He thought he could turn Michigan State into Ohio State or Alabama, and it set the program back. Because he went and did all the transfer portal stuff. He went and recruited all these five stars who he really didn't have a chance to get. And then when it fell through, he didn't have any option. Now his roster's yeah. back. Now he's in the transfer portal. 
then that doesn't work. And now it's worse. Now you don't have a culture. Everyone's leaving. It just creates this vacuum of bad. And to be fair, Kirk Signetti, much better than Mel Tucker. I'm not trying to compare him in that regard. That's true. It's At least just, coming in. <laughs> right. It's just, you got to see it. Got to see it. Um, but at least they tried because they could have done what a lot of because they could have done what a lot of others and that wasn't like that wasn't disparaging. There's a lot of teams that aren't trying with their head coaching hires right now. Oh yeah. There's a lot of teams whose head coaching hire they're awful. Like at least I they got I, a name. Twenty twenty five. Oh, sorry. <laughs> GTA six finally dropped the trailer. Uh, it's twenty twenty five. Yeah, it's when the game's supposed to release. Ah, okay. Um, all right, let's it's wrap been up. 40 years. Like, yeah. what the fuck? It's crazy. It's ridiculous. But yeah, I, I, it's a weird hire. It's an interesting hire. It'd be cool. It, it's going to be like brilliant if it works. It's going to be smart if it does its job. And then, of course, it's going to be a complete shit, short, uh, shit storm if it doesn't. Yeah. Like, and if hope- it just does his job, everybody's gonna be like, "What? What a great hire! Like it, it really worked." And like they don't have to be great, but if they it turned out to be what he seems to be trying to aim for, then you know, genius play. But it, I don't know. There's no reason to to, to poke a bear that's really not paying you any mind. Yeah. Well, it is what it is. I wish them the best. Like Indiana's a school. I don't know why. I, like, I literally, it's probably because I'm a Colts fan, but I have a soft spot in my heart for Indiana. So, like, I want them to do well. Um, mm-hmm. I can't say that about every program. Um, so, I mean, I hope it works. But right. um, we'll see. Okay, so let's let's hit up these bowl games and get out of here. Rose Bowl, Michigan versus Alabama. We'll have a lot of time to break these down. We'll do some, you know, some of that kind of stuff when that comes up. Cotton Bowl, Ohio State versus Missouri. Peach Bowl, um, Penn State versus Ole Miss. There's a lot of Big Ten SEC. And for mm-hmm. my narrative, we need to win a lot of these games. If we lose these games, boy, I'm going to be sick. Um, especially because most of them are equal teams. This next one isn't equal teams. I don't think we can win this one. Citrus no. Bowl, Iowa versus Tennessee. Tennessee's a really, really good team. I don't know how. Like, and they're good and on I, both sides of the yeah, ball. So I, I don't think we win that one. But that's fine. If we win... And Michigan's gonna lose, but if we if Ohio State, Penn State win, okay, I'm good with that, because um, those are you know tops or whatever. Wisconsin yeah. versus LSU, that's gonna depend on if Jaden Daniels plays. But Wisconsin is so injury prone, like they just limp yeah. to the end. So whatever. <clears throat> Maryland versus Auburn, Maryland needs to win that game. That's a game I expect us to be competitive in. Maryland needs to win that one. Um, Penn State Bowl, Rutgers versus Miami. I want to go to that one, but I'm broke. The, <laughs> the Pinstripe Bowl is in New York. It's in Yankee uh, Stadium. Okay. Yeah, it's in Yankee Stadium. I want to see how much. Hey, you know what? Is. If I was Utah, I'd be fucking pissed. <laughs> Why? Because, like, I really don't want to go against them. Yeah. It just seems disrespectful. I don't buy tickets for this. Now he's actually looking it up, too. Like, wait a minute. Yeah, I just want to see how much they cost. How do you buy tickets for this? How do you buy tickets for bowl games? I think it'd be the same way. Seat Geek or something. There ain't no link. Oh, there we go. There we go. Wait, I was just on here. How the hell do you buy tickets? 
I don't know. Uh, quick lane bowl is Minnesota versus Bowling Green. That's hilarious because if you remember, uh, Bowling Green beat Minnesota, Minnesota a couple years ago, ago, and yeah. nobody nobody knows how it happened. Ooh, they're only sixty bucks. I still don't have sixty bucks, but I might be able to find that. Hmm, that's not bad. All right. Um, and last one, Las Vegas Bowl, Northwestern versus Utah. Northwestern versus Utah playing in Las Vegas is disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that, like, that the needs color to be like, is gross. like everything. Yeah. That needs to be in like Missouri or like Kansas <laughs> or like Las Vegas. You gotta put the like you gotta put some good teams in Las Vegas. Yeah. People are gonna go to Las no, Vegas. Like- to like go gamble and all this stuff, and then I'm like, oh, there's a football game, let me go watch it. And then you gotta watch Northwestern and Utah play. Ew, I mean, if you like um, football, football is football, but man, yeah, but some is harder than others. Um, oh, yeah. are, are any of these matchups interesting to you? Obviously, we won't go too deep because we'll have podcasts to talk about it, but any of these interesting to you? Um, um uh, all right, so you're gonna call me a sicko, the citrus bowl. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's you love, you, some, you love you some Iowa, bro. You just won't. No, I don't me. love me some Iowa. I actually want to see Tennessee be, be like, how bad Tennessee is going to beat them. <laughs> I love watching Iowa stink. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> Wisconsin, LSU. I think that's a, that's an interesting one. And Maryland and Auburn. Actually, those three. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. The two that interest me the most are Ohio State, Missouri, Penn State, Ole Miss, largely because they're all top 10 teams. Mm-hmm. But Ohio State cannot risk losing to Missouri. Penn State can oh, lose no. Oh, Penn oh State, no, no. Penn State no, no, can no. lose to Ole Miss, but no matter who does and does not play, Ohio State cannot risk losing to Missouri. All hell will break loose. Oh, and these man. are the these are the only games. And Maryland-Auburn is in this as well. These are the only games where I think the Big Ten and the SEC team, either the Big Ten team should be far and away better and should blow them out, or they're equal and it should be a good game. Because if the SEC wins all of these, the SEC over Big Ten dynamic, that's going to be bad. So, like, we need some of these. I think all the Big Ten SEC ones are interesting to me because I would just like like – it's arbitrary, but you don't get these games a lot. And so when you yeah. play, if a bottom-tier SEC school beats a top-tier Big Ten school, it's going to further the narrative that the SEC is so dominant and better than others. And I don't think that it is. So, uh, yeah, those are interesting. And then Minnesota Bowling Green is just interesting from a narrative standpoint because, like, yeah, Minnesota, like it's you can't lose that. that. You can't lose yeah, the Bowling you, Green again. You got that over your head already. Like, you really don't want to do that again. Yeah, you can't you can't lose the bowling green again. Uh, but that's it. Um, I don't know if I have a pit stop. I I don't either. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, I started this the late, latest season, the Demon Slayer. It's visually is nice. The, is that the uh, sword? Yeah, the sword. Part? Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, I'm re I, because it finally mm-hmm. ended. It I watched. I watched Attack on Titan three years ago. That's how long mm-hmm. it took them to finish it. And yeah. it's finally over. Sir, so I'm sir, 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 sir. Attack on Titan started in 2017. 
2016. Yeah, no, no, no. I know. I know it's been That's worse what I'm saying. Like, like yeah, no, I, 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 but, I but but when I started, I, I started because oh, they said the final season's about to come out. So like yeah, I was all at the end and expecting it to end and didn't think it was gonna take three years. So mm-hmm. I'm starting from the beginning. And it's cool. Uh it's cool. There's some things you remember, some things you don't. Attack on Titan is one of the shows that I wish I could wipe my memory and rewatch because there are certain there are certain revelations that it just don't hit the same when you know it's yeah, coming. It's not the same. Like there are yeah. certain things that, like most and honestly, I'm the person that Google spoilers, so spoilers don't really matter to me. But oh, this show, it. yeah, this show in particular, I just I'm impatient. And for me, it's not in most cases, especially not with like anime and anything, in most cases, it's not what happens, it's how it happens. So if mm. they're taking too long to get to it, I want to know what happens, and then I enjoy how they get there. So like oh, yeah. I don't like I don't need the surprises much, but this is one some of those surprises like like uh, the brother like that like that 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 is one that i wish i could that see was for the one, first time again. That, that that was a and i haven't gone back and watched it but so i still have my my memory of my initial reaction for that because i yeah. was like yeah crazy what yeah. <laughs> like what, like, what they, do you mean do, yeah there's a lot especially of especially since like the last season so you haven't watched anything of this last three-part season uh the three-part of the last season i can't remember if i watched part one and then wouldn't mm. watch the rest or if i didn't watch it at all so this is what i'll tell you the last thing that i remember is it was a cliffhanger and it was people essentially in airplanes and and stuff about the like um uh the oh, so you have gotten so that that's so the have... first part of four yeah yeah, yeah 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 if i remember okay. correctly yes yes, yes okay yes, so yes. i could i couldn't remember if i started it and then when i found out that actually i think that's what happened i watched it and then i found out that that was part one and i was yeah. like okay i'm not gonna watch it again until it came out and then they did part two and three and four and so yeah i think that's what happened yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, that sounds about right i actually remember i think that's what you were saying yeah, I watched. So I haven't watched the last part. At all I haven't yet. either. I'm starting it from the beginning. So oh, I'm not gonna do that. I'm just gonna watch the last part and call well, it's it not, a day. Yeah, it's not that well, long. Me, I'm, so it's not. But so the thing with me is, it's kind of like the same thing that happened to me with Marvel. My fatigue with it because you just kept mm. dragging it. Yeah, because you dragged fair. this one season out for three years. Yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. I, I I got fatigue. I got Attack on Titan fatigue. So like, that's I'm gonna just finish it. Well, Attack on Titan is probably in my top five. So that's why. Right. We yeah, but I still lo- I love Attack on Titan. But I read the yeah. manga and was done with the story. Before so you're the yeah. last, before yeah. part one came out. So you already well. know what's going on and everything. Yeah, like yeah. That. And I've been, uh, and, I've, and I've known for like years before part one came out. So it just took them forever. And yeah. then they decided to drag out <laughs> 30 chapters in three years. Yeah. So I don't know how it ends. I'm sure it's not this like pleasant ending. Like Aaron probably dies or something crazy happens because he turns into Hitler, basically. But I saw this, <laughs> thing, I, I saw this thing on Twitter and it was like, this is how you wanted it to end. And it was like Aaron happy and he like marries Mikasa and all this stuff. And I was like, yes, that's how I wanted it to end. He did no, what bro. he had to do. Nah, like, bro. Bro, yeah, like you're you not gonna make me turn my back on Aaron, dog. He did what he had to do. <laughs> man, had to the do. man, the man is committing mass, and I mean mass genocide. <laughs> he did what he had to do. They did it to him first. No, you're not wrong. Like, they did like, it to him first. It, it was earned. It's just the, it's going through my mind. It's like 
it it's truly just one island hey. deserves your rage, bro. It's just one. I the rest of the world is like, what hey. did we do? Like, hey, hey, bro, Aaron was straight up like, it's cool when they do it, and and the rest of the world is like, what do you say, fuck me, fool? Like, <laughs> because like y'all didn't help. Y'all was sitting over here. Y'all just let them do this to us. Yeah, because they had Titans. We can't fight, dude. Y'all, y'all, y'all couldn't do, do it. Like. Y'all couldn't send no little birdies and be like, hey, y'all not the only place on Earth. Like, nothing. Like, nothing. Nah, because, like, no, because um, cause the uh, you'll figure it out once you watch it. Because I don't want to tell you anything. But once you figure it out. But it's like that, that, that main island, the main island, is doing yeah. everything they can to make sure Paradise Island has no idea what the fuck. Yeah, yeah, we seeing that in real life. We see yeah. that right now, <laughs> you know. And that's and that's my thing because same thing. They be like, I'm not gonna get to it because I'm not about to make it. But you know what I'm saying? They be like, mm-hmm. Do you condemn? No, bro, no. They no, do not they, at they all. They doing what they gotta do, bro. Do you see what's going on? Mm-hmm. Hey, Aaron got it back in blood, bro. That's all I'm saying. You can't make it's me just too much to... of it. <laughs> <laughs> you can't make me to... No, but you know what? I can't even talk about this because my favorite character has probably worried more bodies than you. Oh, easily because he has planets. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, freaking Goku, dog. What are you talking Vegeta, about? No, it's Vegeta. Yeah. What's his yeah, words? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. He's a he's a criminal. Yeah, nah, nah, like literal planets, like several of them. Like his body count is tremendous. <laughs> can't be, can't be quantified. Can't even be it. Like I think it's probably like on that list. It's probably Beerus, Moro, Frieza, Vegeta, and the amount of lives they have taken. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, all right. So we'll get out of here. Um, if y'all listen, if y'all watch anime, tell us which ones you like. If you don't, and you want to watch it, I'm yeah. not gonna tell you you should start uh, with Attack on Titan because that one's pretty heavy. Nah. Uh, like that's that's you probably shouldn't start I, with that one. If you're but... if you're if you're like I'll say like this uh, for ladies, if you like story plus action in Yuyasha, um, actually actually anyone. That's an easy one to start with in Yuyasha. That's a that's an easy one to get into and start your anime journey journey with. And then you yeah. just branch off for that. Yeah. Or Naruto. Yeah. Naruto's yeah. a Naruto's a it's an easy one. It's, it's a long one, but it's, it's an easy, easy one. Yeah, and everyone like everyone, most people already have a kind of an understanding of the story. Mm. Attack on Titan's a lot. It's a lot to get into. It's um, yeah, it's heavy. <laughs> no, but if you're like a person who's like really into, because I know there's people who are if into, you're into dictatorships if you're into and history, stuff like that. Yeah, in the history, and if you're into like, uh, what is it called? It's not like allegories. If you're into like, essentially like, the show models things that happen in life. I mean, yeah, and like, yeah. in like a way, and it, it like it like parallels. If you if you're yeah. into things that like parallel there's, there's, life and yeah. things like that, there's a lot of parallel in it. If you really like think about it, which is why we joke that like Aaron basically turned into Hitler. Like, there's a lot of things that happen in that that's like, oh, like this happened in real life, and like we mentioned something that's going mm. on in the show is low key happening right now. Like, if, if right you now, yeah. like deeper things. It's good, but it's really not a great one to start with because it's yeah, heavy. it's it's heavy. It's very, very heavy. The first episode is nuts. Yeah, <laughs> first yeah. episode is cra- is crazy. So yeah, yeah, I would say a great starter would probably be Inuyasha. 
Uh, and it, it introduces it's a great way to introduce you with a lot of shonen jump enemies are loud yeah. protagonists. Um, yeah. so uh, it is the easy one to start with, yeah. And it's that the same thing stupid. loud yeah. protagonist, uh, annoying sidekick girl, um, and a prop, yeah. maybe a third character, a third person, yeah. like. But trust me, I when you say Naruto though, like I think Naruto, uh, Inuyasha, and the guy from Soul Eater, and um, uh, what's the one? The the, the do they do magic, but he has like a devil sword. Mm. Uh, I don't know, I can't think of it. But those have really really loud characters, so there's a warning yeah. for that. They just Fact. yell for some odd reason. <laughs> like Fact. every word. It's it's not like they're powering or not. They just yell to talk. Yeah, like, um, what are we doing there? <laughs> Why is Mick Mill on this show? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. As always, thank you for listening to the show. We'll be back next week. Uh, we got to figure out our schedule of like when we're going to start previewing. It's nine games, so oh, we'll probably man. just like break them up, do like four and four or whatever. Uh, and then you know, holidays are coming up and all that good stuff. But thanks for listening. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at JordanW330. You can follow Dante. At DanteM10216. If you have anything you want us to get into in the off season, let us know. We'll be doing a lot yeah. of previews. We'll be talking about a lot of the changes. Obviously, there's still football to talk about up through the national championship. Uh, and then because the NFL playoffs... Yeah, and then the NFL playoff starts, so we essentially turn into an NFL podcast for a little bit, and then we get straight to the offseason. So, um, as always, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.